This is the Footy Couple Podcast. Round eight all completed. It's hard to believe that we're actually one third of the way through the home and away season. I feel like it's gone quite fast. So yeah, crazy. Anything to add? Well, rumour has it actually that even after two days, Keys is still being held in the golf square. <laughs> uh, all the Crows fans will appreciate that. Actually, I'm not too salty about that. Rankin probably should have kicked it. He almost kicked it. Yes, Keys definitely got held. But, you know, Keys isn't the best kick, so whether he would have kicked it would have been a different story. But anyway. Well, would you like to begin with the Crows? Yeah. Against Geelong? Yeah, I can start. I wasn't obviously expecting very much going into the game, because it was a very hard game. I mean, we all know that Geelong and Geelong is like probably the hardest game ever. The hardest game for non-Victorian teams, because let's be honest, have we seen many Victorian teams play in Geelong? No. Hardly. Probably not. Uh, how many years have I been alive? I am 27. Yes, I'm 27, and never have. Uh, Yes, anyway, so I wasn't expecting much. I mean, I just wanted them to be competitive. I uh, wasn't too grumpy or frustrated, I don't think. Overall, throughout the game, I wasn't. I was trying to be like, yeah, we can do it. Kiwi can do it. I was like saying that. We can do it. Long story short with the game, I think the effort was there again, but I just feel like at times they're just... They're still kind of scrappy, you know? They just miss handballs or kicks or they just make poor decisions. Like, they're just not quite there with that side of it. And that kind of frustrates me. I mean, actually, I shouldn't be frustrated because this is part of the rebuild and that's just the way it is. But I just feel like what let them down a lot and what has let them down, like, over the last couple of weeks is their forward line. There was times when there was literally no contest. We couldn't get the ball to the ground. There was a moment when there was two down-the-line kicks and there was no contest and Geelong marked it twice. I think that was in the third quarter and that was just awful. I'm sorry to say this, but there's all this talk about Walker going on again and he he can't. He's hella slow. I think a snail could probably beat him in a race. (laughs) Whenever his opponent gets the ball, they can just run off. Like They could probably walk off and he wouldn't catch them still. Like, I just feel like he's just a kind of a liability down there once they get the ball. He can't, doesn't do much in terms of defence. No offence to Walker. I think this he gets really exposed, now it's probably a game where he was a little bit exposed. Mind you, he still kicked three goals or something, didn't he? Well, so, it's not that much of a liability if he's kicking goals. No, I just feel like they. Just, I just feel like there was some times when there was no contest and it was just frustrating. I kind of feel like it just got let down there, watching it anyway. So just talking about other players, I, know I'm in, I don't want to talk too much about bag any players. I just feel like a couple of things. I'm not sure about keys. I don't know. Oh, I said this to you. Yeah, I yeah. love Keys so much. He's one of my favourites, actually. I love Keys, But I just think going forward, can he be in the team? Because I think his disposal is quite woeful and his decision-making. I just kind of wonder, like, taking it to the next stage, I don't know how he fits in. But look, he might. I can't fault his effort and his intensity. He's, he's always up there. The other thing, a lot of, obviously there's Crouch, Crouch was the sub. A lot of people kind of thought he didn't do very well. I don't think it was that bad, but I just think, I don't know why they put him as sub. He's definitely not a sub player. Like, you want a bit of spark. Does not offer that at all. But I, th- I think he plays if, say, Laird doesn't play or Sloan. But I think also, I think a lot of people are like, why don't you play the young guys, you know? Yeah, I'm not sure about him, but I just think he didn't do that bad either. I just think he might be a bit, a bit too similar to the other players. Outside of that, I actually think that Hinge actually did quite well once Murray went down. I actually think Hinge did well. I think that Peddler's doing well. I like Peddler. And Sligo, I thought, was good too. So, I mean, they're the young guys coming through. I thought they went bad. I mean, they were close. Like, 
they would have got again like they are improving comparing to past years they would have not done as well they're just lacking that polish still and you just feel like they're just their disposal is what's letting them down all right so i'll go with dawson award the yeah. best moment i've actually got riley o'brien's goal purely from a humor maybe a bit of a humor side because I don't think you will ever see. That's a really rare occasion. He can't. Well, we all know what Riley O'Brien's like. He's like a giraffe, <laughs> and I mean, you won't see that again. Yeah. So that was that's rare. That's rare. So I gave that to him. Good on him. Chardonnay Ward got a couple. Uh, actually, I got three, but I can't mention the other one about the down the line kicks and that point. I'm gonna go with. I've picked Laird's free kick he gave away in the last quarter, which resulted in a goal because we were like pushing there. So I said that. I actually also said Rankin's miss because, and the maybe not. I won't say the free kick. Rankin's miss that he mm-hmm. missed there. He probably could have kept running in because that was a potentially that was like a good moment that turned bad. Because you imagine if he kicked that, it would be a different story. Crom award. So I gave one vote to Led. I was almost going to give it to Murphy because I actually think Murphy did all right. We often like to bag Murphy, Crow supporters, but I actually think he did all right. He took some pretty good marks towards in the last quarter. But anyway, I gave it to Led anyway. Sorry, sorry, Murphy. Two, I actually gave Saligo. And then three votes, no surprise, Dawson. Again. <laughs> Again. I mean, I'd love to clone Dawson and just put him everywhere. <laughs> Could we just have a team of Dawsons? I think that'd be a lot better. I think we'd do all right. God, he, Dawson could probably bloody ruck. He could be the ruck. <laughs> probably not that tall to be a ruck. We'll right? give him some stilts. <laughs> then we'll be all right. Okay. Some jumpy stilts. Yes, yeah. okay. Well, okay. so pogo stick then. Get him a yeah, pogo stick and he can... that'll work. Pogo stick as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that works. I don't think it's legal though in AFL to have something like that, but you never know. It could be in the rule book. <laughs> yeah, never, I mean, there's no rule that says you can't. Yeah, maybe. You I get some not. boots that have got stilts on them. Yeah. High heel boots. <laughs> anyway, I'll stop now. I'm just getting, getting out of hand. Anyway, that's all I've got to say. Next week again, we've got Bulldogs. They got St. Kilda. Oh, shit, sorry. they got St. Kilda. Yeah. The and they got, then they got Bulldogs. Yeah. St. Kilda. I was going to say about the Bulldogs. Maybe I'll just say that. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one again. It's at home though. Yeah, you got a home It's game. at home. There's a chance. Another tough one. I was going to say Bulldogs is also a bit of 50-50. Yeah, obviously they've got to win. They've got they got a really tough run, but they've got to win. If they want to keep in contention for the eight, which would be nice, they've got to win. Yeah, you're right. Definitely. Anyway, that's what I have to say. Well, you never that's know. me done. Never know about next week. We'll go to Port Adelaide. Just got the win. Five points. Uh, it was a... I didn't... Uh, goal kicking. I know, did. you got the Crows gave we, you we, the we, disease. We, actually, we talked about this around the group too. Like, this is a bit like the Crows game or like what we saw. Is it a bit frustrating, isn't it? It was very frustrating. Yeah. It's one of those things where we spoke about last week. It's the ones that are gettable. You have a set shot about 30 out, not much of an angle, and you miss it. It's, it's those ones that you think, oh, you've just got to kick it. And then we relied on the person who's probably one of the worst kicks... Travis spoke to kick a goal for us too, so I think that just shows. <laughs> no one can kick a goal, but first quarter, rather forget for a Port perspective. Essen just... Oh, they dominated your clearances, eh? blew them away, and we had the issue of number one issue, and it's going about this all year, is the ruck issue. Tico did okay, but Draper was just all over him. He just dominated, just hit it out to any of the players, Parrish, Stringer, Merritt. They all just got the clearances. But the also, if you're watching it, the the midfield, it wasn't just the Ruck's fault though. Like, no one was... Around. Like, Parrish got it and there was like no one within a metre of him. No, they had the strat... I think it's just the way Essendon played. They knew they could beat him in the Ruck. They got the structure. It worked really well. They got... They had good movement. It just they just dominate them in that first quarter. I think they had the first eight centre clearances, yeah, which, which was, was absolutely bizarre. Yeah, which was almost record pace. But they were just doing... Oh, you give Essen credit when you can have eight centre clearance and kick six goals, one in the first quarter. Kicking straight, 
is a really good thing in footy, and they did that. They just took every chance they could. They did really well. Then Port slowly got into it in the second quarter, slowly did, but Essendon still played quite well. They were still able to kick straight. Yeah. Then I think half-time, then Port started dominating, still couldn't kick straight. I, I think guess then dropped off a bit. They were just holding on. But they actually held, I think, okay. Yeah, they did. Well, I mean, they lost by five. We did enough, <laughs> I think, to say at least. We, if we kicked straight, might have won by more. But at the end of the day, like we'll take the result, take the five-point win. A few players I was quite impressed with. I was impressed with Butters again. His attack on the footy, I'm just I'm impressed with that. He just goes at it hard at the footy. Doesn't matter who's around, he'll just go at it. And he was disposal. He was the only one who probably had really good disposal going in 50 as well. He was really good. Rosie, class again, just played really well after, the, I think, the first quarter. Impressed with some of the defenders. I was impressed with Miles Bergman. He intercepted, a, did a lot of intercept marks, especially in the first quarter, actually, when they were coming down. Played really well. I thought Dylan Williams, his fifth game, showed a bit of poise, unlike um, a couple of players in our defence, um, i.e. our captain. We won't say any more than that. I know, right? He's a bit of a... <laughs> if he was new captain, I don't think he'd be in the team. No, he wouldn't be. Yeah, I he's just it, in there for, say, the captaincy. Well, he got subbed out because he got injured, so... Well, did he get injured or...? It was in a heavy collision. Oh, okay. So he, he was down for about a couple of minutes than that to sub him out, but... So that mean he'll miss like, next week then? Was Probably. he concussed? I thought it was concussed. He had his... Oh, it was done with his ribs, I think. I don't know. Oh, it, was right. one of the, it was one of the two. But it looked like it might have been a concussion the way it was. If it is, he'll be out next week, and... Poor fans would agree that that won't be a big loss. I think they're more than happy to play someone like Williams or Bergman instead of him. By the way, I think he's the worst captain in the AFL. Choice of captain in the AFL. Well, by player, probably yeah. is, yes. There were a couple of good players up forward. I thought um, Jed McEntee, a small forward. Bit like a Lockie Murphy for a Crows, the way he just tries out. It was actually really good. He put the pressure, kicked a, a really good goal in the first quarter. Well. I thought I was quite impressed with um, his intent on the game. So there were good, some good players around. And like the likes of Finlayson was good again. The only thing with him, he kicked one goal four. So, unfortunately, if he kicked straight, he probably would have kicked five. Would have been good. But he looked good when we got him in the ruck. So, that's what Port tried to change after the second quarter, was getting him in the ruck against Draper, which kind of worked. We evened out the clearances, but still Draper dominated, mm. which I think he was probably the best player in the round, well, my opinion. But happy with the win. We'll take the five-point win, and we'll move on from that one. But before we do that, I'll go to the awards. Let's start with the worst award, the Tarp Award. Which I have read on um, Twitter that apparently 36,000 is not a good crowd for Port. Which was very interesting to read. <laughs> yeah, actually, that wasn't the... Yeah, you might be bringing the tops out again. 36,000 is actually quite a good crowd for Port on a Sunday afternoon. So we're actually pretty happy with that. We're not giving the award to the tarp itself. Who, to the, knows? who, who knows in 5, 10 to years' time? To the supporters. <laughs> who knows in 5, 10 years' time? Tarp to the supporters because they don't show up. And I'll give the worst moment to a particular play in the first quarter, which was probably one of the easiest goals you'll ever see. It was a... I think Draper took it out of the ruck, got out of the clearance, ambled it over. I think it was Ben Hobbs. I think it might have been. He took it about 60 out, ran to an open goal, kicked the goal like that. It was as easy as that. We sat, I sat there going like, geez, that was as easy as you can get. Yeah, they're like cones. Yeah, pretty much. It was a bit like a training drill at that point, and we were just sitting there going, and I think they put like three goals up, and we are like, Ugh, could be a bit of trouble here. And now the, I'll go to the Robbie Gray Award, so the best moment there was a couple of moments, but I'm giving it to Todd Marshall. His goal he kicked in the second quarter. It was in the, the Eddie Betts pocket. He was outside. It's not the, Eddie Betts pocket anymore. It's Rankin's. No, it's, it's the Todd Marshall pocket now. No, he's it's kicked, actually, he's, it's he's Rankin's actually pocket. Ki- he's kicked two unbelievable goals from that angle. So he kicked the goal from 50 out, outside the boundary. He 
I just couldn't believe he actually nailed that. For a Port perspective, that's a Todd Marshall pocket, so I'm calling it. Okay, then. You can have your ranking pocket for the Crows, but Port need a pocket too, so I'm giving that to him. So he did well. And I'll go to the votes. So one vote for the pair award. I gave to Miles Bergman. I, as I said, I thought his inset marking was quite impressive. The only thing, some of his disposal were a bit ordinary, but I thought, other than that, he just able to mark it. He defended really well, and when we need him to defend well, he did that. So I thought, you know, I think a defender needs to get in there. <laughs> I think he did really well for one vote. Two votes gave to Connor Rosie. As I said, he was very good after the first quarter. He was able to, you know, his disposal inside 50 was really good. Again, kicked a crucial goal in the last quarter, I think, to get us in front. So I thought he was really good. And three votes gave Zach Butters. Just brilliant. Just the speed of him. I was just, the speed of him around the ball and just, he's able to get out of pressure. He had so much, he, there was a lot of Essendon pressure, I think, in the first second quarter, but he was able to get out of that pressure so well, which was so impressive and just tough and hard at the footy, as I've said, and yeah, his disposal was great. So I thought he definitely deserved to be the best player for the pair award. So we'll move on and we've got North Melbourne. <laughs> down in Tassie. So not, I know we could say North Melbourne Ah, uh, come on. They didn't kick a goal to the third quarter in the last. Hey, so you could only beat them by five goals. Yeah, I know. They actually, they actually sort of came back. No, you wouldn't be too heavy. No, they've got motivation here. They've got Horn Francis they're versing here, so they want to probably. Oh, win. that is true. That's so true. they're going to be lots of boos. Which, by the way, I'll give credit to the Essen fans. There was no booing actually um, at the game. Well, was... that's probably because they're surrounded by poor people at a poor game. There was actually quite a few Essen fans there. So, and you can hear them. I heard a. I'm was... pretty sure if, if Essen people booed, they get attacked. No, there were a lot of booing at the when Paul played the Bulldogs. Uh, I guess so. Bulldog supporters are braver. Well, maybe because it's all Crow supporters booing because there was a gather around that one. But no, credit credit's due. They didn't boo him, so that's good. But I know there will be plenty of them this week, which is he fair. is allowed. To, that's allowed to happen. Yes, and it if is. anyone complains about the booing, there won't be any complaints at this booing. Cause... And also, sorry, talk about booing. Why the hell was Collingwood booing Franklin? Yeah, I don't know about that one. That is very. What, they, they want to boo great players? So are we expecting, because they got the Giants this week, will they boo Toby Green? They, actually, they probably will. Probably will, but... <laughs> I don't understand. No, it, and you know what? That was really random. And you know what? It's probably not the first time he's been booed either. I think there's been other games too that people boo him, but I think... If they, he does something, he's allowed to get booed. Like, you know, if players, like, yeah. not punch someone, but, you know, like... But yeah, if people have been suspended or, like, you know, done... Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't do anything, so that's a bit random. Anyway... Sorry, no, I, no, I agree with that. I, I was so confused by that. I think the coach was confused too, which, fair enough. It is Collingwood, I guess. Collingwood fans? It is Collingwood. A bit like that. Yeah, no, no surprise. Know. Booing is, is fine for this game. Got to win these games and see how we go. But Saturday, I think Crows play Sunday afternoon. Sunday midday they play. Yeah. Mother's Day. Yes. What a good Mother's Day present then for your mum, maybe, if they win. Yeah. But I think that'll be it. We'll wrap it up there. We're still waiting to see what's happening with Keys, still being held or not. But we'll let you know next week if he is still being held or not. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if he is, to be honest. <laughs> we might not even see him. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. You have. Share it to your family or friends if they appreciate Pro's report. But otherwise, um, we'll be back next week to keep going with our, with our podcast. So until then, catch you then. See ya. See ya.